Sorry, man. I was trying to knock on a door back there, but you don't have a door. <laughs> knock it down. Here the show plus, and of course, yours truly, Charles Pride's Richie. As we get into the finale of Saturday's NFL Divisional Playoffs, it'll be the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the G-Men, the New York Giants. Uh, this game will be at 8 p.m. Eastern. This will be on Fox Sports and Fox Deportes. Uh, coming up right now, as the Philadelphia Eagles are looking to stay hot, uh, will they uh, continue to fly high? We shall find out tonight. The Philadelphia Eagles right now who come into this game uh, at 14-3 and three right now uh, going into this game. That is their season best as a franchise. Uh, their highest they've uh, gotten was uh, 13 wins. That only happened two times in the history of their franchise. Last time was uh, five years ago when they went on to win the Super Bowl, which, by the way, was also the last time they had a first-round bye. It was the third straight year of this uh, playoff format where it's only the top seeds in each conference earn the first round by uh, the Eagles uh, have it once again, like I said, for the first time since uh, they won Super Bowl uh, 52 in Minnesota U.S. Bank Stadium. Once again, you guys can follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at MetasteelCJR and on Instagram at MetasteelNation as we get ready to get into a lot of stuff. Uh, going on right now, uh, like I said, last week the playoffs, uh, when you think about it, uh, especially Super Wildcard Weekend, have been phenomenal so far, if you ask me, in my opinion. I mean, it is just, I think, the best for its money. And I think mainly because of the comeback, uh, too, uh, that was led by Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars under head coach uh, Doug Pearson right now. And speaking of which... Right now, it is uh, halftime right now between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars. I did predict in the prior podcast uh, that the Chiefs will win this game, but don't expect for a moment for the Jacksonville Jaguars to not keep this uh, close so far right now. This is definitely a a nice uh, heavyweight matchup right here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, who actually had to uh, leave the game after having his ankle rolled up right there. And Henny, who actually came in. Uh, who did solid uh, pickup work uh, for uh, relief work for Patrick Mahomes. He was, what, 5-7, of seven, which included a touchdown drive uh, for 23 yards. Uh, right now, Isaiah Pacheco right now, who's leading the charge for the Kansas City Chiefs, he has got 78 rushing yards in the first half off of seven carries right there. They're leading the Jaguars. Jaguars are edging them out in that category. 96 to 67 yards on the ground right here. And we look at it more uh, further than that. Uh, so far, I mean, that is pretty much what it's all been. Not really uh, too much anything special, but we'll continue to keep monitoring that situation. He is questionable to come back into the game, as we know for the moment right now. 
But anyway, this is going to be a good game right here. And I think uh, a lot of people are probably sleeping on this game, if you ask me. Uh, the Giants uh, visiting the Philadelphia Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field. I got to believe right now that people are ready to count this team out. I mean, the Giants right now. Uh, they've accomplished a remarkable uh, feat right now when you look at this year. I mean, under uh, first-year head coach and GM uh, tandem uh, right now, I mean, when you continue to look at it, uh, for the most part, that'd be uh, head coach uh, Brian uh, Dable uh, right now. And then you look at the uh, other part right now for the New York uh, Giants right here. Joe Shane, they have an ex-news here, uh, remarkable for a franchise that was tied for the worst record in the NFL over the previous five seasons. This is the first time back in the playoffs in 2016 when they lost to the Green Bay Packers in the wild card round to Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy's Packers. But last Sunday was their first playoff victory since Super Bowl 46 uh, for this uh, franchise, which has been a long freaking time for them. And, of course, many Giants fans remember how that happened. And some people are daring the question right now if there's any similarities between those previous Giants teams right there. I mean, when you think about it, too, I mean, they got in uh, each time. I mean, when you really took a look at it, 2007, they got in as a wild card, and they won all four, uh, of course, and then beat the Patriots each time in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 42, ending their perfect season. Then, of course, for Super Bowl 46. Now, remember, the only difference was in the 2011 season, New York Giants did get into the playoffs by winning the NFC East division. So it wasn't a wild card. Uh, that year, but the rest of their three ma- remaining games ran to go on the road, beat the Packers, which, by the way, they beat in the NFC Championship game four years prior to that moment in time. They beat them in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers was the reigning league MVP, and then they would go on to beat the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC uh, Championship game uh, before c- completing off uh, another phenomenal season for that franchise right there. I mean, this is a proud franchise, the New York uh, Giants right there, who went through some humiliation the last few years. The Eagles, who have become, like I said, the other team to clinch uh, the bye in this uh, playoff format, they have gone 6-2 and two since their first loss of the season back in Week 10 to the Washington Commanders, which happened earlier this year. This was on uh, Monday Night Football right here, and uh, they lost that contest. Uh, by 11 points, 32 to 31 was the final score in that uh, contest right there. But I tell you what, the interesting thing in that matchup right there, uh, the Washington Commanders were able to outrun the Eagles in that game, 152 to 94 yards. And we look at each of the Philadelphia Eagles losses, was been the reason, uh, one of the main reasons for their losses, they've been being outgained on the run. I mean, they've been able to control that uh, this year. When you look at a guy like uh, Jalen Hurts right now, who's actually going to this game right now, he finished uh, the regular season with 3,701 yards passing, 22 touchdowns and six interceptions while running for 760 yards and 13 touchdowns. His 760 yards as far as a mobile quarterback, that is uh, fourth in that category, and he is first in touchdowns amongst quarterbacks with 13. He dominated the first game between the teams on December 11th, which the Eagles ran the Giants off the field in a 48-22 final with 437 yards of offense. 
Now, Hertz did speak over a week ago on Thursday, uh, on January uh, 12th, after he did not throw practice earlier in the day. Still bothered by a right shoulder injury uh, that was initially started uh, versus Chicago Bears. That happened back on uh, Sunday uh, week uh, 15 right there at Soldier Field, where they barely hung out to win that game, uh, 25-20. to And the Eagles, for the most part right there, I mean, just, just really been having almost a dream season until that Washington loss. But he did acknowledge that the Eagles earning the NFC's number one seed and first-round playoff by will be extra beneficial to him to rest up while he navigates working through the shoulder discomfort. It's a good thing this bye week, according to Hertz. Uh, he said he the Philadelphia Inquirer. Hertz won't deny the chance that he could still be less than 100% of, for the Eagles his first playoff game next Saturday or Sunday, Eddie. Uh, he said that, but I played injured before. Now, when you swing back over to the Giants right here under first-year head coach uh, Brian Dable, and like I said, uh, for for themselves right now, I mean, I an 11-year playoff drought, that win was for was four head coaches and two trial managers ago right there. And, of course, one of those uh, head coaches uh, that happened to be uh, for the New York uh, Giants was Tom Coughlin, who won their prior two Super Bowls right there. The complete transformation, Dable and first-year GM Joe Shane, that engineer has been remarkable for a franchise, like I said, had was tied for the worst record in the NFL for the last five years. Against the Vikings in the wildcard round, the Giants played zone coverage, 76.8% of dropbacks by a season. That was high for New York. Vikings' run game was almost non-existent, so the Eagles had the luxury of playing light boxes to focus on stopping the pass, but they will not be afforded that luxury against the Eagles, who led the league and expected points per rush. In Week 14, when the Giants and Eagles met for the first time, Giants defense corner there, weak Martindale, called almost exclusively single-high coverages to stop the Eagles' run, option run game, and only 50% of those coverages were zone looks. The Eagles are eighth in points allowed with 344 and second in total yards, 5,121 yards. That's only one thing. One thing that is for, for real legit about this Eagles team is their pass rush. This is no joke right here. Uh, they have earned 70 sacks this year. 70. Let that sink in for a moment. That is the third most for a team in the NFL. We're not talking about like during a passing league. Keep in mind, I mean, a lot of people you know, who are fed up with this league are just trying to adjust to the new style, offensive uh, scoring, yards production right there. They got 70 sacks this year. In the league where it's protecting the quarterback, I mean, just so hard to try to avoid penalties right now, try to save in the game. 70 sacks, that's third most. The, the Bears in 1984 still hold the record with 70, with 72 sacks with 583 yards lost. And then uh, prior to the, Eagle, uh, to the Eagles, it was the Vikings came second about five years later. They had 71 sacks uh, with – Loss of yards for 502 yards. Eagles have 70 for 491 yards lost. Uh, the Bears did it uh, twice uh, within uh, the top five uh, teams, which they had uh, 70 as well in 1987. Under, this was 
both under Mike Dickas and Barry Ryan's Bears. Barry Ryan, who, of course, broke up with Chicago Bears following Super Bowl twenty, who took on the head coaching role, which, by the way, which has happened for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles right here. So just a historical perspective, think about it. This defense is for real, but there has been some chinks in the armor this year when you look at it. I mean, the Eagles right now, they've lost some key games uh, down the stretch, if you ask me. I mean, when you really think about it. I mean, the Eagles right here, I mean, their, their wins have come against some really good teams right here. I mean, when you look at, like, this year, who they've uh, beaten uh, for the most part. I mean, it's only coming against street playoff teams, but I mean, some of these wins have been kind of a little suspect to me. I mean, I mean, like the teams I'm talking about. I mean, you probably have to go like say against the Detroit Lions, of course. Uh, Dan Campbell, who's done a phenomenal job, uh, earning them a nine eight record, just uh, missing the playoffs this year uh, at nine eight. But I mean, real good uh, job this year coaching them up. That's nothing to take away from them. I mean, the other wins too when you. Think about it, too. I mean, dominating the Minnesota Vikings on Monday Night Football, which was an 8.30 p.m. Eastern game. They won that game by 17 points. They split with the Commanders uh, this year. Uh, beat a Jacksonville Jaguars team back in week four. Now, remember earlier in the season, Jacksonville Jaguars, who were the only team this season to make the playoffs after starting off season two and six. So you had them right there, half-suspect uh, win against the Cardinals. Probably say they're legit wins when you really think about it. Of course, it was against the Vikings. I'll probably argue uh, one half of the game versus Commanders. The Commanders, who almost made the playoffs this year, they had a chance to get in. I think they were eliminated around week 17, I want to say. Uh, no, week 16, I want to say. Week 16 or week 17. I'm pretty sure it was week 16. But uh, you look at, like, some of the other teams they beat. I mean, they beaten the Packers at home. They, I mean, the Packers were not the same, especially with Aaron Rodgers not building up enough camaraderie and rapport with his uh, receivers and teammates. Uh, pretty much made his own bed, quite frankly. I mean, they've only, like I said, they've only probably really beaten, like, three, really, three good teams this year, to be honest. That's no disrespect. I mean, and then you had Gardner Minshew right there, too, who lost the game uh, versus the Cowboys. That was just on Christmas Eve right there. This was in Dallas right there. Now, they had no uh, qualms about really losing the division lead at that point. They were up three games going into that. Cowboys were able to cut it in the two, but the Cowboys still had a chance at threatening to snatch away the NFC East with a win plus a Eagles loss to the Giants. Eagles were up on the Giants, by the way, their last matchup which would be their first playoff match. They had a 19-point lead. They barely hung on to win that game, 22-16. Now, when you look at one of the biggest uh, things in that game, like what were some of the key things that really stood out right there? Eagles were minus one in the turnover battle right there. Uh, that, that was one thing right there. I mean, and that that turnover came solely by Jalen Hurts right there. It was an interception. He got sacked three times, throwing for 229 yards, but – Here's one of the things I also kept the game close to. You talk about Jalen Hurts right here. He had nine rushes for 13 yards, no touchdowns right there. And But as a whole right there, too, I mean, the rushing game uh, for this uh, contest, they still had 135 yards. They barely outgained the Giants by six yards, so they just edged them out. 
And when you also look at it too, I mean, what's one of the reasons that made this pass run so special? Well, you look at it right here, uh, Hassan Reddick right now, who leads the team in sacks with 16. But then you also look at former Steeler on here, Javon Hargrave. He's had a career year with 11 sacks, which is second most on the team right there. They are a nice uh, defense tackle uh, and uh, tandem here for this Philadelphia Eagles team, if you ask me. I mean, the Eagles right now, I mean, just – like I said, they got a real legit chance where they could be bounced early in this game under head coach Nick Sirianni. And definitely some red flags along the way. But, I mean, right now, I mean, when you look at it, too, I mean, behind the Sam line, Sam linebacker and defensive tackle tandem of Hassan Reddick and Javon Hargrave, I mean, what are the things they really got to do to avoid here in this matchup right here? I mean, Jalen Hurts, I mean, he was blitzed on 52.8% of his dropbacks in that game versus Giants, who I was referring to. His best game was a Panther this season. Eagles created mismatches by lining up Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown in the slot. Targeting the slot, Hurts was 7-12 for 115 yards, two touchdowns, and four first downs. And everyone could agree uh, that Coach uh, Brian Dable, Jeremiah, Joe Mans, Joe Sheen are pretty sharp football minds. Well, that duo also reviewed uh, Jones's first three seasons elected not to uh, exercise his 22.4 million fifth-year option 2023 as one of their face, first major decisions. Daniel Jones has had his best year with a 15 to 5 touchdown interception ratio. He's also ran for the most yards as a quarterback with 708 uh, yards off 120 uh, carries and seven touchdowns. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to go right now. I'm calling the New York Giants. I'm going to go with the G-Men and an upset. And one of the main reasons why, I mean, when you look at it right here, I mean, the Giants, for the most part, when you break down the tail of the tape uh, for everything going on, I mean, I think they got a good chance to, like, really uh, hang in here. I think they could rush just as much as anybody. And, of course, I mean, you see what Daniel Jones could do. I mean, it's not ideal to keep having your quarterback be your lead rusher. But look at a guy like Saquon Barkley right there, a guy who's a little bit like had a question with an injury back in uh, 2020 uh, when you looked at it. Uh, he suffered a high ankle sprain. No, he tore his right ACL in week two, 2020. I mean, he's still a solid back overall. I mean, when you look at a guy like Saquon right here, I mean, this guy has had at least uh, three seasons over uh, 1,000 yards rushing in the season with his career high this year with 1,312 uh, rushing yards off 290 feet, 295 rushes, 4.4 yards per attempt, and uh, about 82 yards game. He's also got 10 touchdowns. But this year, too, I mean, this is probably like his second most best in scrimmage yards, too. He's got 352 touches for 1,650 yards with 10 touchdowns all the year. All those touchdowns coming off the ground. No receiving touchdowns, but this is a pretty good year. So I'm going to say it for that reason, too. And then also, too, if the New York Giants could find a way to keep themselves uh, clean in their receptions right now, in that game, I, I think they can really make this a game and pull off an upset. I really do. Eagles, I, I'm really having my hesitation on. I won't be surprised if they take their best. They're able to 
hang on and win this game. But the Eagles, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm like losing some stock in them, to be honest right now. And I just got to be a little bit uh, careful, I mean, with them. I mean, so far, I mean, for the most part, it's been holding their own. I mean, their split even uh, turnover ratio was zero. But, I mean, yeah, I, I think you really got to, like, uh, really look at this team a uh, lot close for the most part and see how they uh, respond uh, tonight. But, I mean, overall, the Giants right now, they're plus three in turnover ratio, which ranked 11th in the regular season. So, plus three right there. So, they uh, took away the ball uh, this season uh, 19 times, and they've only surrendered it uh, 16 times. So, it's just pretty good. So, if you can find a way to take care of the football right there, that'd be a good sign right there. And also, too, I would also look for the New York Giants right here on this uh, team. Uh, if they're able to get after the quarterback, too, keep him contained right there. And guys who you probably be looking for, you probably be looking at, like, Dexter Lawrence right there uh, on this uh, team right here. Dexter Lawrence, he is their nose tackle. Just like Javon uh, Hargrave who plays defense tackle. I would say that would be a big key for them right there, too. But then also, too, like, have guys like Julian Love and Dane Belton I mean, your safeties create some error steps right there. They could do that. I could see them winning this game. I'm going to go for an upset uh, prediction in this one. Give me the Giants uh, 23 to 17 in this game. That's going to do it for this this final edition of Saturday's Divisional Matchups. Once again, you can follow me on social media, on Twitter, at MadisonTJR, and on Instagram, at Nation. For right now, enjoy the rest of the playoff games. And uh, keep your post real quick. Uh, just check in one last thing real quick. The uh, Third score and the Chiefs and uh, Jaguars right now is the uh, Kansas City Chiefs who have the ball in the second half right now. Uh, they are driving and um, Patrick Mahomes, he is playing is second and seven at their own 33-yard line with 744 remaining in the third quarter uh, as we got right here. So the Chiefs, uh, their first series, they did go forward out going as, as far as the 38-yard line. And then the Jaguars also went for it, went for now going as far as to their own four yard line. So that's going to do it uh, for this Saturday's preview. Tomorrow, I'll be previewing the remainder of the Sunday's divisional matchups, the game with the Buffalo Bills uh, hosting the Cincinnati Bagels, which is a little controversial right there. Some people question that, that should have been a neutral site game as well as we look at uh, that game will be on CBS uh, tomorrow afternoon as we look at that'll be a three eastern game on cbs and fox will have the remaining game which like i said i find to be the game of the week which will be the san francisco 49ers and, and santa clara at levi stadium at 6 30 p.m eastern uh kickoff right there one of the best players of all time i match it in an all-time historical perspective with the Steelers and cowboys in the 70s that's going to do it for this one. Enjoy the playoffs. Stay safe. Stay warm. And have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the games. He's got it. That's a winner. Thank you for watching the Mass Steel Podcast with your host, Charles Project Richie, here on YouTube. Please make sure to hit that subscribe button. And for all the latest Mass Steel Podcast episodes, feel free to download them on Mixcloud, Anchor.fm, and SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts.